pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny episode 120. Today I'm going to chat with Ryan Hay, who wears many hats. We're going to talk about some crazy dogs and discuss the Magneto Speed Chronograph. I am your host, Ava Flanell, and Ryan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Uh, you know what? I know I talked about this in the last episode, but it freaking snowed at my house again. And uh, so I bought my house like three years ago. And the first two years, it maybe snowed like once or twice. And now it's like... Every week, I it's snowing, and this time it snowed about probably eight inches, and uh, I really just don't want to shovel snow. I did it once. It was horrible. I looked like, uh, I mean, it was really bad. Like, the snowblower blew back all the snow back on me, even though it wasn't facing me. Yeah, I think, because we're friends on Facebook. I don't know if you saw the picture I posted of my hair in a bun, but people are like, what is that? It looks like a ball of yarn. And I'm like, no, that's my hair. <laughs> I miss snow. Um, I would born and raised in Pittsburgh. So we'd get the Lake Erie snow and the, the snow up there. And now down here in Texas, it's, if it snows, it's like a national emergency. Everyone freaks out. And I'm like, woohoo, let's go out and sled ride and I was, snow activities. And you know, everyone. I was actually wondering where you live because you're a Patreon and, uh, you posted a funny video around Halloween where you set up a table outside your house uh, with candy and it said for children. And then on yep. the other side, there was liquor and it said for adults. And I thought that was freaking yeah. genius. And I was kind of thinking, I'm like, well, it's kind of cold here, but it looked pretty warm where you were still. So it was decent. I warmed up a lot of parents though. I'm sure <laughs> they I'm were sure. texting up and down the neighborhood. Hey, this guy's got free booze. <laughs> That's so funny. Like glasses out there and. I had a couple uh, people come back for 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 booze. <laughs> Their kids like, no, you already got candy. We're coming back here to talk. To you. <laughs> right? I'm sure you made a lot of friends in the neighborhood. Yes, I did. <laughs> Personally, I don't really want to know my neighbors. I know that makes me sound mean, but I just like want to be left alone. So I try not to make friends with them. But it's all it's all fun and games until you lock yourself out of the house and you have to knock on their door at like 11 a.m. You're hung over your PJs and you ask if you can use their computer to log into your Facebook because you don't remember anyone's number. But that's another story for another day. Wow. Okay. You know what? I want to hear that story. <laughs> all right. Well, in the meantime, let's talk about Manicor Arms. Uh, so they make a bunch of stuff. They just came out with a suppressor for the Scorpion Evo. But they also make a lot of stuff for like the Tavor. So like the X95, the curved butt pad is like a must have. If you have an X95, it, your shoulder will thank you. It's curved to fit your shoulder really well, absorbs a lot of that recoil. And that is on sale for $72.95. But if you use the code gunfunny15, you will get 15% off. And that is at manicorearms.com. Learn the things you never knew on Deconstructing the Industry. All right, so before we get started, I just want to talk about how we met. So we met over the internet, and it wasn't on Tinder or anything like that. Don't get the wrong idea, guys. I would never show my face on Tinder. Come on. (laughs) But we met... I forget who we were bashing, but somebody posted something... 
maybe it was like American Gun Chick or just somebody. It was one of the gun. It was, gun, someone. It was it like was, it was one of the it was one of the gun bunnies. The gun bunnies out there, and I'm I'm known in my circles at least, and have been for quite a while. To uh, I'm not friendly with the people that try to just get free stuff mm-hmm. and don't put a lot of hard work into it. Mm-hmm. Mainly, totally. mainly gun bunnies. Mm-hmm. Um, I get the modeling aspect of it. Great if you're just going to be a model. Well, and I got that. But if you're going to try to step into the lane of teaching people and you have no experience, such as mill LE competition, and you haven't mastered a craft or discipline in shooting, then you shouldn't really be instructing. I don't even instruct precision rifle. Mm-hmm. Even though I've been competing for upwards of six years, I've, and, and you know, I'm, I'm pretty good with a long range rifle. I'm not teaching because I'm not at that level and I know that, but other people just need to buy the likes and have that self-validation. And I don't agree with, with most of the gun bunnies out there. Yeah. So you were bashing on her. I chimed in, or maybe I was bashing on her first. I forget because I was just so fed yeah, up yeah. and typically I'm just, I typically stay out of it for the most part, but I forget what it was, but it like really pissed me off. So I was on this and then and then they were telling you something like, oh, come on, man, you're just jealous because she's good looking. So then I chimed in and I'm like, I'm good looking. Like I have the body where I could show it off and I'm not, you know, dressed half naked. But I, but at that point I was like, man, this guy's pretty cool. And then I think I friended you on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Ran me Facebook. And then we ran into each other at, circle at the bar circle at bar at SHOT Show. Yeah. yeah and you came I, up to I, me and you're like, Hey, and I was like, uh, who are you? <laughs> well, I, I'm, but you were drunk. I'm, I was, oh, I was plastered but i am blessed and cursed with the ability to remember faces and put names and that's it's been good but that's been also bad because i'll be walking the aisles of shot show and i'll be like hey you're and they're like how do you remember that and i'm like dude just just roll with it i'm like hey and they're like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's really cool i'm i mean i wish i was like that because i I sometimes, I usually remember faces for like forget names. So I'm really bad at that. But all right. So enough about how we met for people who don't know who you are. What is your current role in the world of firearms? Well, my current role is I run the customer service and technical support for Magneto Speed LLC. We Magneto Speed is a ballistic chronograph company. We're based out of Austin, Texas. We make ballistic chronographs. Magneto Speed's been in business since about 2012, 2013. I got hired on 2000, early 2015. So that's, that's the day job. That's the actual job that pays the bills. And um, I mean, um, how is it working in customer service? I mean, I've heard good things about the product. So I guess it could be worse working in customer service if you're like working for a company that just offers crappy products. So I'd imagine it's not horrible, but I don't think I'd ever want to work in customer service. It's it's a very technical, I mean, as, as much as some, and my boss keeps me uh, in line on not talking about it. We have a lot of reloaders, a lot of precision rifle shooters, a lot of competitors, military, law enforcement. So my customer service experience compared to people that work in a call center it's not like that. I'm, I'm dealing with, uh, everything from ballisticians calling in to regular guy trying to get his hunting rifle ready for hunting season. So it, I mean, I could be on a phone call with a PhD in, in physics and the next minute I'm on a phone call with someone in the foothills of West Virginia. 
talking about, you know, hunt, hunting and getting the rifles ready. So uh, it's, it's different from any other customer service job that, and I actually did some customer service jobs in college to pay college bills and have, you know, party money. It's, it's very, it's very technical in that aspect, but you also have to be a people person too. Um, I can't be a, I just can't give away free stuff all the time if something's broken. Yeah. So I have to follow the company policies, which doesn't make some people happy, but I also get to take care of people, make sure they get their gear up running. And I believe that if you have companies out there in the firearms industry that have great products, but have shoddy, inconsistent and lacking follow through on their customer service, it doesn't matter how good of a product they make. If you can't market it and then take care of the customers that are using it, you're going to fail. Absolutely. Yep. So I imagine, uh, I mean, it sounds like you don't deal with a bunch of Karens, you know, complaining (laughs) Karens. Um, no, I don't, I don't deal with a bunch of Karens. Um, it, it's, it is a lot of, uh, and I've already said it, I go from having hunters to military yeah. law enforcement snipers, long range shooters, extreme long range competitors, PRS competitors, NRL competitors. But most of it is, is let's say the majority is just a regular long range shooter customer that wants to get data off of their, their rifle or people using our target flashers for targets. So uh, it's, I don't get a lot of Karens. I don't get a lot of the, I would say 99.5% are always positive phone calls. Good. And then, so what is it? Okay. So that's your day job. And then let's talk about what else you do. So I'm also uh, a sponsored competitive precision rifle uh, uh, competitor. I compete in precision rifle matches across the country it's tied directly to my day job because we support matches. The comp, the competitors in both the precision rifle series and the national rifle league use our chronographs. So most of the precision rifle matches out there uh, in the country, you'll see chronographs. So I'm also a field rep. And uh, with that, I have a bunch of other companies that also support me. Yeah, like a um, long list. You sent it to me yeah. and I was like, okay, Mr. Humble Brag. <laughs> yeah, it's a long list and it's, t- you know, I'll be it's honest, impressive it's though. It's taken a while to get there. Yeah, you I'm know? sure. I'm sure. People would jump into competitive shooting and think, oh, I need to be sponsored in the first year. I'm like, dude, I'm on my fifth year. I'm still paying for stuff. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, I mean, granted, there are competitors out there that are well above me in their performance. And they're still paying for stuff. So it's, it's a long road. Yeah. But majority of it is being a good person and representing the brand. So Mm -hmm. the most recent addition has been Magpul. I got Magpul contacted me. And the short story is, is that the chassis company that I was using for nine years, I had a really long relationship with Jay Allen Enterprise. And then they had to close operations and shut down, unfortunately. And. About two weeks after that came out, a friend, I have actually a lot of friends that work at Magpul, and one of them contacts me and says, hey, you know, how about you run our Magpul Pro 700? I'm like, all right, let me uh, let me try it out. I knew where to get one. I, I got one, I tried it out. So yeah, this is this one is good for competition. Uh, it can hold right up there with any other than the match chassis, such as MPA, uh, McCree, uh, MDT, this has all, this has the potential to be up there and be used in competition. 
So I said, yes, let's move forward with that. So a couple meetings later, we're filming content, just did some content filming it this past Sunday and rock and roll with Madpool on fair advantage hashtag. Dang. So that's then, pretty cool. Congratulations. Thank you. And then Vortex Optics. I mean, everyone knows Vortex. Mm-hmm. Defiance Machine. They make my actions. Geoballistics. Um, Joe Baker here in Texas. That's my ballistic app. We Bad, another Texas company. They make all my shooting bags. They're really well known in the precision rifle competition scene. Rifles Only, the range down in South Texas. Kind of like my second home, even though I haven't been there in a while. And Jacob and Lisa are like, you can come down and visit us anytime in the calendar decade. And mm-hmm. Get down there. Redbeard Gunworks out of Portland, Texas. They build my rifles. Hawk Hill Customs, kind of a sponsor, but I get a discount on their barrels because I change my barrels out quicker than I change my tires out on my truck. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think who else. Uh, yeah, I was, I was like, cool. Are you almost done yet? No, yeah, I know. God, I know. No, it's it's really impressive because you're right. Like, uh, I mean, it is really hard to get sponsors and you have to be good. And I think you're kind of downplaying how well you shoot because even when you were added to the Gun Funny Patreon group, somebody who also does precision range shooting, he messaged me and he's like, do you know who Ryan Hay is? Uh, and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, dude, that guy is like he's like amazing behind a rifle and I don't know, like those, those weren't his, I'm blushing. I'm blushing. I, (laughs) I'm just a normal bearded guy that used to be a, a, an army scout. I'm, I, I, there are guys, (laughs) I don't know who said that, but I, I I'll have to put the humble hat on. I'm good, but I am not the greatest and I am downplaying it. Well, so. this guy definitely, I thought he was going to say something bad. Like, dude, you know who Ryan Hay is? Like, you just let an asshole in the group. But instead he's just <laughs> You might like, get that. You might get that from some people. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But you know what? I feel like if you don't have haters, you're not doing it right. Exactly. And, oh, I, I've, we, we can talk that story later. I, I, I've, I had a hater that almost tried to get me kicked off from sponsorships. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Some people really well known industry uh, Instagram person, but we can talk about that later off. <laughs> All right. So, so oh, prime ammunition forgot prime ammunition. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I think I've actually shot their ammo before. Or, their ammo is awesome. They went through a little bit of a, a hiccup and now they're getting back on their feet and making us made ammunition and not relying on a sovereign government that could possibly assume. Yeah. So, um, that's what I, I heard. Sure. Yeah. Actually, somebody yeah, just told me that I should have them on because of that. Yeah. Jim Shaughnessy, you, you need to get Jim Shaughnessy on because he could talk a lot about the ammunition and, and different components going into it. And okay. he's, he's, he's pretty good. So definitely. Okay, cool. Um, Is he funny at all? Oh, he's funny. Yeah. He, okay, he, good. He, Cause that's like one of the criteria to be on gun funny. Oh, well, I mean, it says funny. I'm not, yeah. Gonna, you know, serious. I gotta, I have expectations to meet, you know. Yeah. And then Huber Concepts triggers. Uh, John Huber up in Wisconsin does my two-stage triggers. Okay, cool. Uh, so now you're done? That's the list. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I got I to gotta look refer to lists now because I'm getting old and I forget. Well, the only reason why I kept asking if you were done is because I have to talk about SB Tactical now. Oh. Yeah. So I'm sure that you're familiar with their products. I think I got one. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure everybody has one at this point. Yeah. So SB Tactical, they make all of the braces and they're the originator of the 
you know, the arm brace. I was looking at their website. They have the hex mini kit. It's only a hundred dollars or I'm sorry, $109.95. It fits all platforms equipped with an aerostyle pistol buffer tube, but you're not going to pay $109.95 because if you use the code gunfunny15, you will get 15% off. And that is at sb-tactical.com. All right. So Ryan, I want to know, how did you get started in long distance shooting? Well, it was, uh, how did I get started in competition to begin with was back in 1997. Yeah. Wow. Dang. Um, how old are you? I'm 40. Oh my gosh. 40. Yeah. I turned 41 in December. <laughs> that's no. actually, that's not too bad <laughs> just because yeah. like, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm getting there. <laughs> getting there. So yeah. I got carded at the bar in Austin about six months ago. And me and my friend were playing a game of guess our age and guess the bartender's age. <laughs> the girl, the bartender was like you're 32 and i'm like i love you thank you <laughs> like i'm 40 she's like you age well and i'm like <laughs> okay <laughs> but uh 97 i graduated high school and then i wanted to go to college and do national guard college go into the army and become this officer in the army and drive tanks and blow sh- blow sh- shit up so mm-hmm. you can curse on here uh, by the way huh i said you can curse on here okay I didn't. it's know. not like I'm- those other stupid shows you know Okay. Good. I, I like right. to live in the yeah, real I wanted, world. I wanted to become an officer lead and, and blow shit up. Okay. I mean, yeah. And drink. Have people, taxpayers pay for me to go blow shit up. So yeah. I went to college and while I was in college, I met a gentleman in Indiana, Pennsylvania, Tom Capisano, who was also the county constable and he was running NRA collegiate matches. So it was all small bore, 25 meter air rifle, small bore, three position. So I got heavily into that. I mean, I was practicing maybe two or three times uh, a week, even even up to four times a week uh, at the ROT. The range is on top of the ROTC building. I was also in the ROTC at the time and just, you know, shooting a lot and meddled in regional and sectional for Pennsylvania and was on the, the glide path to graduating. And, you know, I partied hard and my GPA took a, a hit and, Things lined up, not for the good, because... You got kicked out. No, I was on probation, academic probation, into the summer of 2001. Dang. And and I was close to graduating. Well, then September 11th happened, and I wasn't doing good in college. And I threw my hands up and said, all right, I'm leaving college. And five months later... After seeing the act, the recruiter north of Pittsburgh where I was living, got signed on active duty and went to Fort Hood. And then it started basically 13 years of active duty and three deployments to Iraq and competition kind of went to the wayside. But I was always involved in precision rifle because I'm, I'm a 19 kilo and a 19 delta. For people that don't speak Army, that's a 19 kilos of tanker. I was in an M1 tank for a while up until I left for Fort Hood. And then I basically switched MOSs to 19 Delta, which is Cav Scout, Reconnaissance Scout. Hmm. So a lot of that is being a scout is finding bad guys and doing reconnaissance, mm-hmm. which ties in close to precision rifles. So I've always kept the pulse on, you know, the long range shooting, the optics, the observation, the field craft side. It wasn't until about 2008, 
2009 that I said, okay, you know, let's see, start looking at building rifles for competition use, but I was still rotating in and out of deployments. So I got to Fort Benning and I had started following a, a lot more in the precision rifle series came out. And meantime, competitions have been going on for 20 years. I just didn't know there was not a big massive organizational spotlight on precision rifle shooting as it was until 2011 or 2012 when the, the precision rifle series was developed and they had a Facebook page and I saw it while I was in Iraq. I started following it. And when I came back from that deployment, I started getting very active in it. <clears throat> Fort Benning linked up with uh, Jim and Melissa Gilliland. Anyone that's involved in competition or even military sniper will know who Jim Gilliland is. His wife will, is also active in shooting. And they said, come down and shoot this match. And went down with a bone stock rifle, no magazine, met Shannon Kay and Brian Morgan. And those are two other big, well-known names in the competition and precision rifle circles. And it has been pedal to the metal since then. Nice. Yep. It's crazy how things kind of fall into place. Exa- yeah, it is. Although again, I, so just for the record, I hate when people say things happen for a reason, but maybe they do, but I think I'm kind of in denial about it, but it does, you know, I do think that, you know, certain things lead to certain, you know, and I, I think as long as you're smart about it and you make smart decisions and you're constantly moving forward, I think things fall into place. And I, I still to this day, when I see Jim and Melissa, it's like a big hug because you know, they invited me that first match and it wouldn't have started. So yeah, things happen for a reason, but when you're given that opportunity, you can either close the door or walk through it. Mm -hmm. And I decided to walk through that door and just keep at it. I I got my job at Magneto speed because I met my, my boss, my current, my current supervisor at a match. So, you know, going to matches has basically set my path for the last six years on employment lifestyle I don't have money to go out to bars and party unless it's shot show Mm -hmm. because everything's dumped into anything left over after taking care of my family and my financial obligations goes into precision rifle. Mm -hmm. There is a joke about it. You will, you won't have the money to do drugs or any other type of vices if you get into precision rifle. I know. Well, when I first hit, uh, I think my first long distance was 630 yards and I was all happy about it. And, um, and everybody's like, Oh yeah, well, okay. See you on the other side. Like now you're going to be broke. And then I hit a mile <laughs> the last time I was in Texas because Colorado doesn't have a range that exceeds a thousand yards. So I was with one of my patrons, Melissa Ridings, and uh-huh. she, uh, we were at the Triarch event and the range that we were at, they had a range set up for a mile. And so she's like, come on, I brought my gun. Let's go see if you can shoot a mile. So. We had like only a few minutes to like hurry up, set everything up before everybody was leaving. And sure enough, I hit it. And now like immediately the minute I hit it, I'm like, okay, what's next? Like how much, <laughs> you know, how much farther can I shoot? Further and so, farther, yeah. So it is. And, <clears throat> and I think that, you know, you're right. Like I think that it's good to even get kids and stuff like into hobbies like this because all of their money goes into that hobby. And sometimes it's very expensive, like, shooting and such. And I mean, even ammo. And that's actually one of the things I want to talk about, which I know is probably, uh, at this point, you're just sick of tiring or sick of talking about it. But 
So you were reloading ammunition. And yes. I don't know enough about reloading to quite understand exactly what happened. But again, because we're, we're friends on Facebook, I remember seeing the pictures, like something blew up and you got injured. Oh yeah. Okay. So explain that. How did that happen? Okay. So one of the steps in reloading is priming cases after you've had your case prep and you've cleaned it and sized it and it's ready to go. You got to put the primer in it. it I consider it the perfect storm of, of complacency and also some very bad luck. So what happened is I was using a hand primer. I won't mention the brands. They, they're, well, I mean, I could, but it really isn't, doesn't matter. So you so don't think, using a hand primer. you don't think the brand had anything to do with it? No, and the okay. brands had nothing to do with this. This okay. was a complete, this was a complete combination of complacency on my part, impatience on my part. But also bad luck. And sometimes it happens and just had to unfortunately be me. So what happens is on, on the hand primers, you, you dump a hundred primers into a little tray and they're, they're all sitting in this tray. I had 130 sitting in the tray and they, they, they kind of by gravity file into a little funnel and then a plunger or a ram pushes the, primer up into the flash hole or into the primer pocket of the brass. And that's how you prime ammunition. Now you can do these off of bench mounted. There's automatic ones that do it off of progressive presses, but I choose to do mine with a hand primer. Somehow the primer, the one primer slid on top of the ram the correct way. And another one slid on top of that primer upside down. And I pressed those up into the primer pocket. So I had an upside down primer making contact into the primer pocket first, then a right side primer underneath it. And I kept pressing, pressing, and pressing to the point where I'm like, okay, this isn't right. I knew this isn't right. And I started putting my second hand to press. I'm like, all right, I need to let go. And the minute I let go, it must have the pressure or something must have detonated the primer and it caused a chain reaction of all the other primers in the tray to explode. And next thing you know, I had a, an explosion in my hand. Wow. So 130 primers is like having two flashbang grenades go off right in your face. And then what was the damage that it caused? Cause I, <clears throat> I mean, it looked like, cause it put you in the hospital, right? I went and just had my, my hand checked up. I didn't, I wasn't, admitted uh overnight it was just a quick 15 minutes in and get cleaned up make sure i didn't have anything no shrapnel so i was sitting down on my living room floor and uh how the primer i had it angled away from me so most of the explosion went up and away damage to me was i had uh, a really nice lacerated left thumb i mean it was like a good three inches long gash uh burn Inside my right thigh, on my stomach, and then my right hand was all, you know, potted with primer uh, impacts. And then it threw the plastic clear case of the priming tray up into about a half an inch up into the ceiling. And we have a 12-foot ceiling. Oh, my gosh. So it was like, okay, I wasn't forced to push plastic into the ceiling at 12 feet. That missed my face by about three inches. Wow. Yep. Freaking crazy. So I got to ask, do you still reload? Oh, yeah. Okay. 
I, since then, I've probably gone, I've probably done about 7,000 rounds since then. Yep. Okay, cool. So I'm sure a lot of people want to know what advice you have for them to get started in competition or even in a match. The biggest advice I have is one, come out to a match. You need to get off of the, the computer, get, get away from the home and reading about it and actually go and do it. If you, if you were to start and you were brand new and you really wanted to get into it, the first thing I would do is find a match, two day match, and I would RO it, meaning basically uh, range officer. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. And then what, what equipment would you recommend? Cause it's, cause like you said, I mean, even just any long distance rifle is, I mean, the only one I could really think of that's kind of affordable is, uh, what is it? It's that bolt action. Is it the Ruger Precision one? That's a good starting. Yeah. Anything off the factory, but, uh, Tika T3, Ruger RPR. Gosh, there's so many of them. And then anything factory okay. is fine to start. The RPR, a Tika T3, a Bagara B14. There's a lot of options out there for uh, off the shelf rifles. And that's if you just want to get your feet wet and you're casually want to do it, that's great. But once you want to get deeper into it, you have to invest more. And that's when you start going to the custom side and, and specking out every individual part. Mm -hmm. And what caliber would you recommend for people to kind of balance sort of that budget, but also be effective? Six, five Creedmoor to start out because you have. Okay. I said, I said budget. (laughs) Cause Uh, I have, I have a 6.5 Creedmoor and I'm like, Oh, I really want to shoot it, but do I want to pay like a dollar 50 around, which I know is less expensive than other stuff out there, but God. Yeah. It's, um, it adds up. It does. All right. So I want to know what is your most incredible experience in a match? Most incredible experience in a match is, wow. You know what? And it happens is seeing a new shooter clean a stage for the first time. Seeing, seeing a brand new shooter or brand new competitor that's only been in it for six or seven months finally get all their points on one stage and clean it because, and I'll reference Jen Seymour. She's a, she's a competitor. She's on another podcast, the shooter's mindset. She got into precision rifle and I was on the stage when she cleaned her first stage and her face of excitement, her, her whole demeanor and everything. I mean, it was like, yes, that's what this is about. Mm -hmm. Seeing someone that has put in the work and finally cleaned her first stage and that's, that's, that's honestly the best experience I've, I've ever had is watching her. That's a good um, answer. Yeah. All right. Um, and then last question, any new gear coming out that shooters will be excited about? So the area 419, they make a lot of stuff for comp, uh, competition crowd. They just came out with a modular suppressor and I, they're not even, I'm not even sponsored by them. So this isn't a, a show moment. Mm-hmm. I, I know the whole crew there. They make awesome gear and I use some of their stuff and a lot of people use their, their equipment. They made a suppressor called a Maverick. So you can have a full length normal suppressor, but if you need to modulate it, you can put a anchor brake, just like, you know, it's on the end of an Omega or the Barrett and turn it into a hybrid suppressor with a muscle break on the end of it that's more optimal for competition and that's called the maverick nice. they're taking pre-orders right now 
And that was, they debuted that at the PRS finale, which was two weeks ago. And I, I was fairly impressed about it. It was a nice piece. And it, you know, recoil, there is, uh, it does bring the sound down a little, but it's more about recoil management in our, in our game than versus bringing the sound down. Mm-hmm. And it really, it really works on that. Okay, cool. And then lastly, where can people find you on the internet if they want to follow you on Instagram or Facebook or anything like that? Or or maybe they just want to harass you while you're working your customer service job. Harass me while I'm working. (laughs) Uh, My personal Facebook is just Ryan Hay. But if I don't, if I haven't shot with you, I don't know you, you're not family, you're not friends, I'm not going to. Oh, dang. uh, Request. I I get a lot of customer service stuff on that, and sometimes it's during family hours and I'm off. Yeah, I'm like, no, I, I get it. Yeah, the the to email me on anything Magneto Speed wise, the best thing is Ryan at magnetospeed.com. The web page for Magneto Speed is www.magnetospeed.com. On Instagram, it's Ryan double underscore Hey. That's my Instagram profile. I don't use any crazy names. It's just me. I have a Facebook page. It's Ryan Hay comp competitive or competition precision rifle. So that's my page there. And if anybody's wondering, it's not H A Y it's H E Y like, Hey, Hey, Hey. hey. <laughs> yep. All right. Awesome. And you have time to do the rest of the show with me. Yes, I do. Okay. All right, cool. So we are going to get into a sportsman's guide. So right now, Sportsman's Guide is offering free shipping when you spend $40 or more. And uh, that includes ammo because I know, you know, sometimes you'll find some really good prices online as far as ammo, but then you got like, you have to pay a ton in shipping. So that's awesome. And in my opinion, if you're ever wondering what to get somebody, you know, for especially with the holidays coming up, ammo is like the perfect gift in my opinion. I would love to get ammo. So if you guys want to send me some ammo, I'm accepting all calibers. There's no discrimination. And uh yeah, just, yeah. Okay. I just want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, isn't it though, Ryan? Like, wouldn't yeah, you like to good. receive? Yeah. Cause it's like one of those things where it's, you know, you have the gun, you spent all this money on the gun, the optic, you know, just all the equipment, range bags. And now you're like, cool. Now I got to buy the ammo. And I mean, it definitely adds up. So, um, and then on top of that, if you guys use the code gunfunny20, you will get $20 off your purchase of $100 or more. So that's a little bit, you know, more savings for you. And all, all you have to do is just go to sportsmansguide.com. Stupid, funny, cool, interesting, awesome, as f- never mind. AF. So I'm sure when this show actually comes out, this is going to be kind of old news, but I am pre-recording a week in advance just because next week I am going to uh, a Smith & Wesson media event. So they're flying me out there. I'm really excited about it. So I had to record two shows this week. But uh I mean, I still think that this news is pretty funny. And I don't know if you've heard about this, Ryan, but in the last couple weeks, there's been, there's been two instances where <laughs> there was a dog in, you know, in a vehicle and they managed, both of them managed to put the car in reverse and basically drive off. One crossed a busy street and eventually hit a gas pump. And then the other one drove in circles for nearly an hour hitting a mailbox. And I'm pretty sure the only way that they stopped at that car is, uh, 
police kind of gained access by approaching the car and entering a code on the keypad on the, you know, the driver's side door. But how freaking crazy is that? Dogs driving cars. I'm like, I'm trying to think how is that even possible? Because I guess any of the cars that I've had in the last, I don't know, 10 years, like require me to, you know, hit the brake first before I can switch gears. So I'm like, what kind of car were they driving? (laughs) I I have no clue, but you know what? They are probably more safer than half the people I see on the road. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I know. And if anybody's worried, both dogs were totally fine. They weren't harmed. But all I can think about is like my dog tickles. I just actually got a brand new car. And the reason why I got a brand new car is because the headlight, the, I don't, I don't, I'm like, I'm not very tech savvy when it comes to cars, but the ballast or something, one of the wires needed to be changed out. And as a result, it was going to cost me $1,300 to change. And I was like, you know what? Screw this. I've had this car for a while. It was already paid off. And I should have maybe kept it just to be kind of more frugal, but I'm like, you know what? What else am I working for? So I went and got a brand new car and, uh, it's really nice. I love it. I just hope that Tickles does not do what these dogs did. In fact, I don't even want to talk about this in front of her and give her any bad ideas because, you know. driving snow. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it happening. So, yeah. So, that's the AF segment for this week. Pretty funny. I still, I'm still just like when I read this, I mean, I, you can see it on, uh, if you just, if you just search, uh, dog drives car uh, in circles for nearly an hour, you can see the video and it's literally just in reverse, just going around and around in circles. I'll have to Google that. It's definitely worth watching. All right. Sharps bros. So another really great Christmas gift is a shirt from Sharps Bros. They have really cool shirts online. My favorite is the Hellbreaker t-shirt and uh, it's only $19 and you can find that at sharpsbros.com. Q&A. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Just kidding. Visit gunfunny.com forward slash contact to submit yours. So before I start uh, with the question, guys, if you have any questions for me, just go on to gunfunny.com, click on the contact us form and just fill it out and submit your question. So somebody today wanted to know if the claw is the law, how can there be no laws drinking claws? And this is in reference to white claw. If you haven't had it, you're missing out. You can totally get white girl wasted. <laughs> and if you if you guys haven't seen Gun Funny just came out with a white claw sticker, which is pretty funny. It's like it says like basic AF and it's 1776% alcohol and f- uh fud free. It's just pretty funny. Fud free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to get clever with it. But I don't even know how to answer this question. If the claws the law, how can there be no laws drinking claws? I haven't drank White Claw because I'm a bourbon fan. So Are you free- I, I- no. So I will say most guys, I think guys drink it more than women. Uh, I mean, I'm wow. not saying you're lying and I'm not saying you don't drink bourbon, but I will say if you're trying to be like, no, I'm too manly for that stuff. And then like no. you're secretly in the closet drinking White Claw, like so nobody's going to judge you. <laughs> I'm still drinking my Zima with, with <laughs> Polly Ranchers. Oh, in honey, that's old news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in, I'm in the closet drinking Jolly Ranchers. No, um, uh, I honestly just haven't had the opportunity to drink White Claw yet, but I mean, I'll try it once. I'll always try something once. 
Um, okay, that's a little scary. Most things, <laughs> most thing caveat, most things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you should. So I actually, I, I drank a lot of it over the summer just because it was like refreshing and light. And essentially it's just, it's hard seltzer. It's seltzer with like vodka. Sometimes if I'm, you know, feeling a little frisky, I'll add a little bit more vodka to it, you know, to get it really, you know, get a little, yeah. you know. But I actually haven't drank it in like probably a month and a half because now that it's getting colder, I don't really want it. I'm not like craving it. During the winter, I usually start drinking like darker beers or red wine. Like I love red wine. I haven't gotten into the whiskey or bourbon thing, but I don't know. I, uh, I'm, I'm a Mad Dog 2020 connoisseur. I'll, I'll always stick to my roots, Mad Dog 2020. Hmm. And um, I used to sit I, out. I hear a sponsorship coming on. Yeah. <laughs> actually, actually if, I, if, if anything liquid I need to drink and get a sponsorship, it's Pedialyte. <laughs> right. I, oh, I go through that at matches, especially in the summertime matches, like a case. I'll, I'll just get six of them for three days out in the sun in the middle of Nevada or Oklahoma or Texas. And you're just crushing water and you got to stay hydrated. You do a half of a bottle of Pedialyte and then fill it back up with water. You'll, it's amazing what that stuff does. And mm-hmm. even at shot show, um, when you're hungover, you know, when you're hungover and it's six o'clock in the morning and you got to wake up because you got to get at the booth by eight, mm-hmm. you got crushed a whole bottle of Pedialyte and then down a bottle of water behind it. And you'll be like, Ooh, let's do this again. <laughs> hmm, that's good. So I actually have not, I've not had any Pedialyte. But I think I might have to take you up on on that advice, especially for Shot Show. Because, I mean, even if, like, let's say you only have a few drinks that night and you, you know, I mean, you're typically not getting that much sleep. You're walking around all day. So you're usually exhausted. It it just puts energy right back into you. Hmm. Um, That and then, of course, keeping up on your airborne and vitamin C prior to even getting to Vegas. Yeah, which last year, knock on wood, I did not get sick. And I didn't get sick at uh, NRAM. So I don't know. I'm like, hmm, that's pretty crazy. I really hope I do not get sick this year, though. I've, I've yet to be sick, and I think it's because I've been working out. At least that's what I'm telling myself. Well, <laughs> so yeah, that, I have no idea. No, you, I mean. It kind of makes I, uh, sense, though, last right? Year the, last year was the first year I got sick, but it was only for one night. Huh. And I don't think it was any, I think it was food poisoning because we had a precision rifle Vortex Precision Rifle Team dinner at Sushi Stamba the night prior. And oh, yeah. Vortex, All uh, right. We could just stop right there. We don't need to know the details. You had sushi. You think you got food poisoning. Uh, we yep. get it. We get it, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was on the couch at 9 o'clock with a fever, and it didn't break until 3 a.m. So, Dang. It's crazy. Yeah. And Petey Light saved my ass. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, so now Polymer 80. Let's see. So one of the things I probably don't talk about that much is their PF45 large frame, which is compatible with like Glock uh, 21 uh, SF components. So if you're looking for something with a little bit more, you know, bang, definitely check that out. Otherwise, they have, I mean, like I I love Palm Rady. I don't even know at this point how many I've put together and how many I own. They're like everywhere. But yeah, so definitely check them out and go ahead and use that code GUNFUNNY, which gets you 15% off. And that is at Palmer80.com. 
Tactic Talk. Discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now. All right, so Ryan, you wanted to talk about Magneto Speed, the chronograph, and I've actually used one just once. I personally don't own one, but the person who was teaching me how to shoot long distance, he had one, and uh, it was actually really impressive. It was really cool. I didn't even, I mean, I've, I've noticed, so my mom always owned like a, you know, she owned a paintball park, and I remember her having a chronograph for paintball guns to make sure that, you know, they were shooting under a certain amount of speed so that it wasn't going to hurt somebody. But right. I never really thought about it for like for rifles and stuff. Well, yeah, the 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 old optical chronographs that are they're still in use today. But we Magneto Speed went a different route and went with mag- magnets. So how it works is uh, you attach the bayonet, line it up to where the sensor deck or the where the two sensors are at is perpendicular or parallel. Excuse me to the bullet flight path and the projectile goes through two magnetic fields and that creates the signals that get transmitted back to the display and it gives you your, your velocity and then all your statistical data. So it's, it's really taken off competition, snipers, hunters, F class, PRS, NRL. uh, They're all using it. So this is going to sound stupid on my part, but I mean, velocity, you just want to know how far that caliber is shooting. So when, when you build a, a, a profile for a projectile okay. to use in any app or the Kestrels to figure out how far your ele- what your elevation is and all your dope, mm-hmm. your data on previous engagements. Mm-hmm. You have I know, to I know what dope is. I did it once in high school. <laughs> 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 I do it every time I shoot. <laughs> I'm yeah. Just <laughs> so variables such as the, the the bullet weight, the bullet length, the bullet coefficient, the caliber, the rifle twist, and then your muzzle velocity are all needed to generate a ballistic solution. Okay. You, the chronograph gets you your velocity the actual velocity of the projectile. So you shoot five rounds in a string and it will give you an average, a minimum, a maximum, and then a average muzzle velocity. And then an ES, ES is extreme spread. And then you'll get SD, which is standard deviation. And those statistical terms all tell you what that ammunition is doing in that rifle. So for reloaders, it's important because you have to qualify and quantify what you've done on your reloading bench. You've got to see how good your reloads are in your rifle. And the only way to do that is to chronograph them. Either our chronographs or any chronograph on the market, you kind of need to validate what you just did. Factory ammunition, you still need to chronograph it because your velocity that the company states or the velocities on powder jugs or reloading manuals aren't going to match your rifle because you're not at the company using their rifles. Hmm. Very interesting. Yep. And what does something like this on average, I'm assuming, do you guys have different models? Yes, we have two production models. Okay. The Sporter Chronograph, which retails at 189 and the V3, which is kind of like the flagship model, which retails at 399 And 
they'll fit on some of the same rifles, but there's differences in, and that's where the price difference is. Okay. And then if anyone's interested in getting one, do they sell directly from their website or through dealers? So Magneto Speed Setup, we have direct uh, purchase capability through our website. We have them direct. We have them in stock. You can also go through and find our dealer locator. And we have a bunch of dealers across the country and in Europe and across the world. And, you know, Brownells, Midway, Cabela's are the big ones. And then there's some smaller companies that have them in stock. But we like we like to push business to our dealers. They're our lifeblood. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right. So lastly, we're going to talk about iTunes reviews. So, uh, guys, I think I saw you guys did leave a few more reviews. We're still pretty short on reviews, though. So now would definitely be a good time to head on over to iTunes or Facebook, you know, Gun Funny uh, Facebook page. Leave a review. It really helps me out. I greatly appreciate it. And you have a one and, I guess, 50% chance of winning. So the first review is from Chris R seven six zero six five stars industry insight well put together show it's it is a really good insight to the firearms industry and the people behind it. Next is from Zakir Abdullah five, uh, four stars audio issues great podcast my only issue is the audio specifically the bumper music between segments it's 10 times louder than the vocal so i'm scrambling to turn the volume down between segments whoever your audio engineer is please have them fix this other than that great show well zakir i have news for you uh that would be me i am the audio uh quote unquote engineer and uh the show doesn't make enough money to afford an audio engineer, but if you wanted to become a Patreon and maybe donate to that cause, that would be greatly appreciated. And thanks for the four stars. All right. So Ryan, out of those two, uh, who would you pick for a winner? Uh, well, definitely the first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the second one was all technical and whining. I mean, hey, and hey that's, if and so audio issues bad, okay, she just gave you an option to, hey, why don't you help the show out? Yeah. And I'm not trying to sound rude, but it's, you know, like here, like these podcasts, you know, all the podcasts that you guys listen to, all the content, even like the YouTube videos. I mean, for the most part, like, I mean, everyone's consuming this content for free. So if you enjoy it, if you listen to my podcast often, even if you just want to pledge a dollar a month, it, you know, it all adds up and it's greatly appreciated. It all goes back into the show. It's not like I'm using it now to, you know, afford my, my car payments white or claw. anything like You're that. Not your claw addiction? Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes, you know, but that's, <laughs> that's for the show. That's for entertainment. We want transparency. <laughs> Drain the slump. <laughs> no, it actually, it all goes into the show. It goes to audio equipment. I'm able to have a editor. So if you think the show sounds better, it's because of Kenny Ortega. He does a, a great job. Doing um, great. Kenny, we love you. Yeah, Kenny. Shout out to Kenny Ortega. And uh yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up. Chris R7606, contact me and I'm going to send you a gun funny shirt. And oh, actually, guys, check out Ballistic Inc., just look for Ava Flannel and there's a bunch of new apparel and stuff that just came out. It's really cool. Uh, it has like multi camo and stuff, which is like so hot right now. Ooh. Yeah, it looks, it's hot. I mean, would I look, would I look stupid if I wore a hat that had my name on it? 
No, that's called marketing. And I mean, Coleon Noir does it, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're, you're you're fine if you get. A, I mean, you have a logo. I mean, I wear company logos. Yeah, yeah, so, okay, yeah. I mean, Thanks. So I'm gonna right after the show, I'm gonna order a bunch of stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll up with some uh, Ava Flanell yoga pants, the Ava Flanell shirt with the sweatshirt, and you know, minute, where's the where's the logo gonna be on the on the yoga pants? Is that even Sorry. a question? Okay. Yeah, that's right. right. And this yoga, these yoga pants, they have pockets. So they're better than all the yoga pants out there. Cause what yoga pants have pockets? You could put your gun in it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that that's going to happen, even though I do live in yoga pants. <laughs> all right. I'm going to wrap up guys. Find me on gunfunny.com. There's links to everything there. Like I said before, consider becoming a patron. If you enjoy the show, you want to, you know, help the show succeed, uh, head on over to patreon.com forward slash gunfunny. Also blown deadline. He's giving away a $300 gift certificate every month to a lucky patron. Even if you just, you know, even if you just pledge a dollar, it doesn't matter what level he's giving away. Um, the $300 gift certificate, which is enough to pretty much Serico any, you know, rifle or handgun. And he does phenomenal work. And I wanted to thank the $25 Patreons who are Corbin Bonafide, Iraq Veteran 8888, Ryan Morrison, Elliot and Mike Pappas, Joe Lyons, and Charger Arms. And King of the Patreon is still Jon Snow. He wants me to say that Operator Tickles sold her soul to the devil for her cuteness and deadly operator skills. Once the transaction was complete, she used her new skills to kill the devil and take her soul back. Talk about a freaking operator. And who taught Tickles that? Oh, that would be her mama. <laughs> Good job, mama. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And lastly, you know, still doing that tag pack giveaway, head on over to gunfunny.com forward slash TP, leave your name, your email address, and at the beginning of the month, I'm going to draw a lucky winner to take home a tag pack. Otherwise, if you just want to head on over to tagpack.com, use the code gunfunny, you will get a free box of all kinds of tactical gear on top of your first box. And Ryan, once again, I just wanted to thank you for joining me. Uh, you were an excellent guest and, uh, keep up the good work. And just one more time, where can people find you if they, you know, they want to become friends with you, if they want to, I don't know. Instagram is Ryan. Ryan double underscore hey, my Facebook page, professional page, competition page is Ryan Hay Competition Precision Rifle. The company is Magnetospeed, www.magnetospeed.com. If you are a Magnetospeed customer or need customer service, 512-284-8161, extension 1, or my email is Ryan, R-Y-A-N, at magnetospeed.com. And guys, don't just call him to mess around with him. He takes his job very seriously. Right, Most Ryan? of the time. Come on, Ryan, you know. <laughs> Most, 90, 90% of the time. Gotta uh, have some fun. Oh, yeah, totally. I always say, don't take yourself too seriously. Can't. You never get out alive. Yep, nobody's getting out alive. And right. on that note, we are out of here. Good. Want to send feedback? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.